Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Colossians today. Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 8. And I want to deal with the subject today on this podcast of don't get spoiled. Don't get spoiled. The Bible said in Colossians 2.8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the, the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Now the Bible is filled with warnings. Our text is giving one here. And the word beware very first word of the text, beware, that means caution, take heed. It means there's an imminent danger in the text. There's a real danger in the text that we need to be alerted about. And the warning is, don't get spoiled. Don't get spoiled. The warning is, men might spoil you. Because he said, lest any man. You know, evil communications corrupt good manners. Beware lest any man spoil you. The warning is that a man or men might spoil you. Now, that word spoil, now we know what it commonly means. It means to corrupt or cause to decay or perish. You know, we think like a fruit being spoiled or, you know, because you kept it too long before you ate it. Or uh, maybe paper gets spoiled because it gets wet. Or maybe you don't let your hay lay out in the field if the rain's coming. you got to get that hay up because it'll spoil or Crops might get spoiled by mildew, but that's not what the word means here. The Greek word that is used for this word spoil is speaking of being led away as plunder from a war. It means to be like the loot after combat. You know, we old, the old saying that maybe you've heard before, to the, victors, uh, to the victor goes the spoils, that's applicable to this text. And so the spoils of battle, uh, you know, are those things that the enemy gains as a result of winning uh, a skirmish, winning a battle. And we're indeed, we're indeed in a war. I mean, th there's no doubt about it. There's a war between good and evil. There's a war between truth and error. There's a war between God and Satan. And God does not want us to be the spoils of battle. He, he does not want us to be led away captive. Don't get spoiled. Don't get led away captive. Don't get ruined by the warfare. How are men spoiled, Brother Jeremy? Well, concerning the spiritual warfare, the Scripture teaches us that the weapons that strive to defeat us are ideas. They're beliefs. You need to hear this. People become casualties of spiritual war through deception and believing things that are not true. And there's a lot of church people that are being spoiled today, that are being led away captive today. I mean, I'm thinking, let's think about the world for just a second. The teaching of evolution uh, instead of creation, the truth of creation from the Word of God, is spoiling our children. It's leading them captive away. It's taking them from the Word of God. If you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you are, and you don't know where you're headed. We've got a spoiling going on of false teachers that are 
influencing their followers with their own traditions and their own ideas that are not based on the truths of the Word of God. Then you've got people that are being led astray and led captive by bitterness and unforgiveness because they choose to hold grudges rather than accept the Word of God where it says we're to forgive. Humanism, secularism, materialism, all of those are leading captive thousands upon thousands of people away from the Word of God and away from the Spirit of God and the Church of God. And the Bible warns us, beware. God wants us to be warned. A little leaven has the power and the potential to leaven the whole lump. And to avoid being spoiled, we've got to build our lives on the Word. We've got to build our lives on Christ and not on this world. Now, notice what the preceding verse of this text is in Colossians 2, 7. The Bible says, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you've been taught. And people are spoiled. How, how do you get spoiled, preacher? How do you, and again, when you say spoiled, I'm not talking about you know, a, a fruit decaying. I'm talking about being led away as a spoil of war, as a, as a, as a booty of war, as a, as a looting of war. To the victor goes the spoils. People are being led away and they're being spoiled by error when they do not know or when they do not believe the truth. And because people are not established in the faith, they are susceptible to false teaching. It's a big battle. It's a great battle that's being described. And it's a war of words, false imaginations, unscriptural ideas, lies against the Word of God. Those are the weapons of the enemy. And to prevent being spoiled and led away captive, we've got to arm ourselves with the truth. We've got to recognize and resist every single falsehood. Don't let any man spoil you. Don't let any man rob you. Don't let any, let any man deprive you of your faith and your hope in the salvation of grace. That's what Paul's saying. And then he uses four different words here that build upon one another. He uses the word philosophy. He uses the words vain deceit. He uses the word tradition of men and the rudiments of the world. Listen to it again. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world. Paul is saying as a Christian, we've got to educate ourselves. Our children, we need to educate them so they can combat the education of this world and you know education in this world's taken many people captive a lot of god's people are being taken captive and we are bombarded by information every day every day our generation is not like any other generation before us the internet has changed the world the information highway at our fingertips is knowledge at our fingertips is anything we want i mean you, you want to know what this, that, just type it in on your phone and it pops an answer. It might not be the correct answer, but you'll get some information. And education has taken people captive. And the problem is, is the education is the thinking of the world and not the thinking of Christ. We are witnessing our children being influenced by the institutions of higher learning. And a lot of them, most of them, don't have any discernment and cannot discriminate between what's truth and what is error. And the word he used here was philosophy. The word philosophy occurs only one time in your Bible. 
and it's in this text. And in both the English and in the Greek, it literally means love of wisdom because you've got philos and Sophia, love of wisdom. Okay, so you've got philosophy, which is the love of wisdom. Well, that don't seem too bad. I mean, aren't we supposed to go after wisdom? But what it's talking about, it, it's talking about issues of life, what your ultimate reality is. What, how can you know your ultimate reality? How, what's right? What's wrong? What's, what's the good in life? In and of itself, I think all of us would be inclined to say, well, who can find fault in love and wisdom? We should love wisdom. We should pursue wisdom. In fact, the book of Colossians is filled with positive references to wisdom. In verse uh, 9 of chapter 1, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul said, I've prayed. I've prayed that you would have wisdom. And then he said, I've taught you to have wisdom. Uh, Colossians 1.28, Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. So he's taught in wisdom. But Colossians 2.3 is the key. Right before our text verse, in whom, that's talking about Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I said, the word all, it means all. That means in Christ are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, it seems to me in the view of all those scriptures that mention wisdom, it would be a sin for us not to love wisdom, not to be a philosopher. In that sense, a wisdom lover. So if you take the word philosophy, love of wisdom by itself, it seems like a good thing. But Colossians 2.8 says it's not a good thing. What's he talking about? Because he goes on to say, and vain deceit. Vain means empty, empty deceit, which pretends to offer a fullness, but is in fact empty. It pretends to be full of what would make the good life and bring lasting satisfaction and get you to happiness, but it, it's not real. It's empty. It leaves you miserable. Vain deceit. Then he mentions the traditions of men. In other words, it, it doesn't have a true warrant from God. It, it's human thinking. It's not God thinking. And what Paul means here uh, is, is, is that this teaching doesn't carry in it the built-in submission to God's thinking. And so it's fundamentally flawed. It's where a person holds on to what man says instead of what God says. And the rudiments of the world, he mentions, are the principles of the world. And virtually every philosophy points to a way to live that is considered wise or profitable. You know, the path to the greatest meaning, the path to the greatest satisfaction. But if it's without Christ, it's empty. It's vain. It's just the principles of the world. It's just the traditions of men. If Jesus Christ is not in the equation, it's vain. It's Empty, it's just tradition of men, rudiments of the world. And our children are being bombarded every day with the rudiments of the world, the principles of the world, in school, in college, from Hollywood, even from their earliest days of childhood watching cartoons. Cartoons, there's principles that are contrary to the Word of God. And the key to all of it is, let's read the verse again. Let's read the verse again. The Bible says this. It's very clear. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and here's the key, and not after Christ. That's the key. 
He said, not after Christ. The fundamental issue. Because he said again in verse 19, he said, and not holding the head. Not holding the head. What's he talking about? Christ. What's the secret to overcoming worldly philosophy and not being spoiled and not being taken captive? It's to know Jesus Christ as he is revealed in Scripture. It is to grow in Jesus Christ as the ground and goal of your true wisdom. And it is to show Jesus Christ in what you've learned. Verse 15 and 16 said, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. He is the ground and the goal of everything. That is true philosophy. And Colossians 2, 7 says, Rooted and built up in him, all true life flows from Christ as the root, as the foundation. And whatever is valuable in any truth found anywhere, whatever that, is, that value is, is this. It's the way that, that that truth points to Christ. If it does not point to Christ, it is of the world. If it does not end with Christ, it is of traditions of men. If it is not finishing at Christ's feet, it is nothing but vain deceit. That's the truth. If what you are learning does not line up Christ and lead to Christ, it's vain to see tradition of men, rudiments of the world. Don't be spoiled. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And that applies even in our churches. If my messages do not end pointing to Christ, then I've failed. I've just given them my own opinion. If our songs do not point to Christ, then we have failed. He is the ultimate end. Don't be spoiled. Don't be taken captive. Now go out today and be salt and light. Go out today and be a testimony. If you're listening to this in the evening, go out, plan on purpose tomorrow. I'm going to get, I'm going to get up. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to go out and do my best to purify and illuminate this world. Be salt and light because it's dirty and it's dark and make a difference for Christ. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.